Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Violet Rain, and my guest is a return guest. I'm so excited, Michelle Burke. She's an award-winning author, sought-after leadership and burnout coach, facilitator, founder, and CEO of Energy Catalyst Group, a consulting and training company for well-being. And if anybody can use that right now, it is me. Over her 20-year career, she's gained a deep appreciation and perspective working with people and cultures from all walks of life. She has trained thousands of participants to make positive change, bridging communication gaps, getting in a way of a thriving workplace and a joy-filled life. Her mindfulness coaching helps women to be empowered, take time out, to lower stress. Garnering rave reviews, clients include Stanford University, Microsoft, Sony, PlayStation, Snap Incorporated. She's been featured in Business Week Magazine, Los Angeles Times, San Francisco Chronicle, and the Wall Street Journal. She's passionate about empowering women to see their value, take purposeful action, and to pause for self-care. She's the co-author of award-winning self-care book, 15-Minute Pause, A Radical Reboot for Busy People. And that's what we're going to talk about today is her book. So I'm so excited to have her on the show with her book, 15 Minute Pause. So welcome, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. I really appreciate it. I'm happy to be back. I love I love having return guests. And <clears throat> this, this one is going to air like November and December in that time frame. And by then I will have had Discover Your Spiritual Gifts move to a new location, have downsized and would have liquidated the store. And I'm in the middle of it right now. So we were talking <laughs> before I hit record <clears throat> about pausing. And I'm like, I don't have time to pause right now. I got a deadline I'm pushing. She's like, that's when you really need it. So that's talk right. to us about 15 minute pause for those busy professionals or even individuals that may not be taking out the time during the day to pause. Well, you know, I, I'm glad you um, actually talked about your own uh, experience right now of <clears throat> feeling like you can't pause because you you have so many things to do. And I think everybody in our audience probably can relate to you right now if they've got their right? Their long, never-ending to-do list of whatever's going on in their life. And we just simply forget, in many cases, to take a time out, to take a breather, to take a real pause. And I learned this the hard way in my own life. And that what I learned after going through my own journey, and along with uh, my co-author, Lilomini, we realized pausing is actually the thing that helps us get the things done on our to-do list. That's why it's 
a conundrum for most of us because mentally we're thinking, well, wait, if I stop and I pause, then I'm not doing all the things on my list. And so our brain wants us to go, okay, no, no, no. You just got to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, which is what I did. And then I got myself into a situation where I physically couldn't go anymore. And I stressed myself out to the point where I needed, I had to have a physical rest. Uh, and really I found that that time, whew, that time was really for me to take a real pause and do some self-reflection on my life and the way I was living it. And I was one of those who's on a plane, on a train, on a bus, on a this, on a that, <laughs> going from here to there and everywhere and doing all my work and checking off all the to-dos that I had. And I got burnt out. And that was what, that was a real reckoning for me. And well, I think what people don't realize is there's been scientific studies about different things. Number one, multitasking doesn't really work. You can't work on 10 things at a once at a time and be really effective. They've tested that and proven that running all these tasks Yep. You can't do that effectively in a hundred percent of the time. It has been proven scientifically. They've done the research and I get, we all say, well, I multitask. I can have, you know, downstairs in my office, I have three monitors and people come in and go, oh my God. And I said, if I could have five, I'd like to have five because then I could bounce. But the truth is we can't multitask effectively, something gets dropped. The other yeah. study that's been done is people that work 10, 11, 12 hours a day are not as productive and effective as someone that works eight hours that's refreshed, ready to go, and absolutely ready because you slow down as you get tired and you're not as clear mental clarity and you don't you don't have all the functionality, but we've been taught in this world to do more with less, that yes. we need to work longer hours, that we need to keep going, that we need to multitask, that we need to be 10 people. Right. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I liken it. I mean, that you're exactly right. And the interesting thing about it is, you know, we, when our gas tank starts to get empty, we start to watch it go down. We all go to the gas station and refill. <laughs> like we, we, if we know what's going to happen, if we don't, we know that 100%, if we keep driving and the gas tank goes to empty, the car will stop. And that's exactly what happens to our bodies. And that's what happens to our minds. We just shut down. And so what you were talking about in terms of functionality is exactly correct. Like we can't keep doing, we can't keep going without it having repercussions somewhere along the way. Now, maybe you'll, your stop, quote unquote, won't happen for another, you know, few weeks or a few days or a few hours, but each of us has a stopping point. And I, you know, after going through my own, I recognize now and Lalamani and I did this as a challenge for each other so to see how it would work is to challenge ourselves to take a 15 minute pause every single day and do something that allowed our brain to rest 
And that doesn't mean taking a nap, although you could. It, it simply just means stop whatever it is that you're doing and whatever you're focused on and shift it to something that's more fun, relaxing, creative, you know, taking a walk in nature. If you're at an office, go walk outside. Uh, that immediately helps lower the cortisol, which is the stress hormone. So when we're in that where when we're in that mode of doing, 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 and thinking we have to keep going, 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 we're just increasing the cortisol in our brain. And that is just increasing our stress levels. So the pausing actually lowers that and helps us breathe, relax, and then it allows us to refocus and we end up having more energy and more focus and more clarity, which is what you were just talking about so that we can continue on with our to-do list. And that's why the pausing is so valuable. You know, we've we've developed really bad habits as a society. <clears throat> we grab our coffee and our breakfast and we run out the door. We eat lunch at our desk. <laughs> yeah. uh, we eat dinner in front of the TV or while we're working, right? It mm -hmm. is bad habits because... Yes. You know, when you're doing 15 things and eating, you're not tasting the food. You're not understanding. You you probably overeat because you're not paying attention. You're not getting right. the flavors. You know, uh, mindful pause can be turning everything off and sitting and eating dinner and really enjoying the flavors and enjoying the food and letting it digest and process. It is just that simple. It's about, you know, mindful pauses. I love mindfulness is, you know, sitting and drinking your tea or coffee in the morning and watching the sun come up or mm -hmm. being outside in nature and just, yes. you know, relaxing before you start that day where you're going to run. But most of us, including myself, I'll be honest, I get up, yeah. my feet hit the floor. I'm getting ready <laughs> so that I can go yep. to work. I'm running out the door with my coffee. I'm running throughout the day. I'm really terrible because when I'm at the center, I'm so busy. The staff has to remind me to eat. So what am I going to do in the new space? I'm not going to have staff there going, Violet, have you eaten today? Well, no, it's <laughs> three o'clock. I have not you eaten You need to today. set an alarm. <laughs> <laughs> you would think if you looked at me, I eat all the time. And honestly, <laughs> I do the opposite, which is worse. I eat maybe once or twice a day and I eat it on the run and I'm not allowing my body to process it. So my body stores everything yeah. because I am not on a good cycle because I'm busy. I'm busy. It's unhealthy. Exactly right. Let me tell you, yes. I know it's unhealthy. Yes. Right. But I, I know. Also... And you know, what's so interesting about that is we go ahead. Well, I was just going to say what you were talking about. The busy, the busy piece is funny to me because, and I, and I, again, I've been there myself. So the busy is become, and especially in our country, it's like the badge of honor. You know, it's like, it almost becomes a running joke. Oh, I'm so busy. Oh no, I can't. Oh, I wish I could. I'm just too busy. Oh, I'm just so busy. I can't, I can't go and do this fun thing because I'm just too busy doing all these other things that I have to get done. It's like we've programmed ourselves and it is a bad habit of really not stopping long enough to think about what we're actually doing. I mean, there's, I can't tell you how many times as a coach, when I've worked with people, and I'm sure you have too, 
you've probably heard this a thousand times. Have you actually looked at your to-do list to see whether or not you actually have to do everything that's on it? I can't tell you how many times I'm like, I really don't need to do that. I don't need it to do it today. I could cross that off. I could do that another day. It's not, it's not going to change my life if I don't get this done today. And I think that's one of the reasons why we get so, you know, caught up and, and what you were saying earlier, like being on adrenaline, because that is part of it, right? Like you, sometimes you can't get all those things done unless you're, you know, you're kicking it into high, you know, <laughs> high gear, right? Like that's the, the, it's the part that I feel like we miss out on the things that are meaningful and valuable when we're running from one thing to the next, when we're checking, 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 we're actually missing what's happening in our lives. We're missing out on relationships and relating like and eating, like what you were just talking about, enjoying our food. You know, I love my cup of coffee in the morning. We were talking about this earlier. We both love to have our coffee. I love just tasting it. I love smelling it. <laughs> I love the whole process. And before I didn't even notice it, man, it was just like my, you know, it was my way to get my day started. Right. I just, you know, I was, I couldn't even move until I had my two cups of coffee and, and then it got me charged up and, you know, out the door. Now I actually appreciate it and, and enjoy it rather than just having it be this sort of another thing that I've done during my day. And slowing down helps us appreciate those little things in life that actually give us a lot of pleasure, but we miss it because we're moving so fast. Well, and what some people may not know, <clears throat> what you need to understand is all of us have a different energy level. I learned that at a very young age because I was diagnosed as being hyperactive, which means my energy runs at a very high level all day yeah. long. Now, the opposite, the, the, um, what happens with that is I hit a wall and I, I down, right? Yeah. So I'm burning, 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 burning energy all day long. And then I hit that wall. So people go, do you sleep? Yes. Because mm -hmm. I have to have 10 hours sleep to have that much of an energy level to burn every day. And if I get less than 10 hours, I can do that for a little bit, but I have to have that 10 hours sleep because I'm burning so much energy. Now, the other thing you have to realize is you only have so much energy a day. Your energy level may be different than my energy level, but you have to understand how much of that you have today. You can't buy more. You can't bar a bargain for more. You can't borrow more. There's only so much. Then even past that life force energy that you're given in this lifetime, you only have so much. And that yes. impacts your physical health. So when you yeah. drain all of that, you can't replace it. It's not replaceable. So people that have burnout have reached that level of warning, 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 warning. You're burning up too yep. much life force energy and your daily energy. Your yes. physical body is going to pay for it. Now, as a spiritual leader, I bargain with my team. That's my divine team because I know 
that if I keep pushing, 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 and I don't bargain with them, they're going to make me sick and I'm going to be in the bed for three weeks. So this is what I've learned to do in the last five years. I bargain with them. Just give me (laughs) enough energy to get through this point and I will take time to rest and recharge. I make those promises. I have to keep them because if I don't, they won't support me. So it's like, okay, give me enough energy push through this point because I'm at this time where I have a limited time to get something done. Give me the resources. And then I promise I will take some time to kind of rest. I'll sleep in. I'll do my self-care. I'll take lots of baths. I'll do my self-nurture and then I'll refill my tank. But that's not my life force energy. I'm still burning it. I can't get that back. Right. So give me the strength to get through that. Now, I'm not telling you to negotiate, but what I can tell you is if you keep pushing your tanks, you will get sick. You get physically ill. Your immunity drops. You're susceptible to everything that's out there. And I also do lots of exercises where I'm running light all the time because I'm trying to keep my body in a good place, which makes a big difference. But you got to understand, and I'm laughing today because I'm in like the worst time crunch. It's one of those places where, okay, there's a deadline here. There's no moving past Wait, that. I have, I have to meet this right now and I yeah. got to get this done without an excuse. But I also know that I'm burning energy at both ends right now. So I'm taking a salt bath every night. I'm trying to do some self-nurture pausing every day so that it helps me get through. It's, it's the few items that I'm making time for, because I know I have to, if I don't, it's going to impact me physically, mentally, and emotionally. So you just have to understand where your levels are and what type of energy you have and when you're going to hit that wall, when you're burning at both ends, what do you need to do to keep going? All those are really right. important. Yes. So talk about yeah. some of your techniques in your book, Michelle, because I know you have some great techniques in there. Well, I, it's, I'm glad you asked that. Yes, we have a lot of them. And there's what's great is it's broken out into these different life areas that we all have. And the mental, emotional, and physical that you were just talking about it's interesting because if we take 15 minutes is not that much time yet in again our brain will wreak havoc with us and the reason why it's it's what i call the meddler and the meddler is sabotaging the meddler is the one that says oh just keep going you can do it go for it yeah sure it doesn't matter you don't need to take a time out no you don't right and the other side of our brain is what i call the player and the player is the one that has your best interest it's the one that, the and it's usually a quieter voice. It's the one we can't often hear. It's the one that says, hey, you deserve to have that time out. Yes, go ahead. Go take that walk. Ooh, take that bubble bath. That sounds lovely. Go sit and have a cup of coffee outside and enjoy the beautiful, you know, nature that's around you. That little voice is oftentimes a whisper. And so we have to, we have to get a little quiet in order to hear it. And once we start tuning into it, 
we can hear it more and more and more. And that's the one that helps us along the way. And we talked about that in the book. We talk about, you know, how do you quiet the meddler voice, right? The one that's that's screaming at us every day to get up and go and and get the the player voice to come up and so that you can hear that more easily throughout your day. The one that's your champion, it's your cheerleader, it's your supporter. And it's the one that's helping you do the self-care throughout your day, right? So we have a couple of chapters, one of, uh, on each of those. And that's just understanding our mindset, right? Like when you were talking about uh, energy levels, another thing that we do in the book is actually have you do a little self-assessment of where your energy is going. And so being aware of it, right? Because that's part of the challenge is we often aren't aware. We're not aware that our energy tank is empty, that we're all that we're almost there. And you have you, because of what you do and who you are and what you've been doing for all these years since you were a young girl, you are attuned to your energy levels. And most people just aren't. Most people aren't paying attention and, and it requires us to slow down long enough so that we can pay attention to actually what's going on in our life and how we're feeling and checking in with ourselves, more heightened awareness. And so the book really helps you hone that awareness. We've got lots of little, we've got self-reflection sections for each area to help you get that awareness up so that you can start noticing these things in your life and about yourself so that you can not only pause, but really experience more joy. Because in the pause is when we have the meaningful conversations. It's when we take that time to, to have that bath and just relax and, and enjoy, you know, that moment, you know what, it's like savoring your food when you're taking a bite of your favorite food and really tasting it, just going, oh my God, this is so good. I want it to last. Like, you know, it's like my favorite dessert. It's like, I noticed I'll go slower because I just want to keep, I want to enjoy it for as long as I can. So the book allows you to go through this almost like a process in some ways to help yourself see yourself and appreciate yourself and all that you have and your energy and be able to have a more joy-filled life. And I can do one of the quick little activities that I think is, um, I'll actually share this. This is a fun one because you were talking about energy tanks. So we have seven different areas and you actually have a way of looking at each of the areas, we go into each of the areas and I'll read them there. It's career, your soul, philanthropy, creative, mind, body, and heart. So career obviously is whatever work you're doing. Your soul is just that, it, that the deepest part of yourself, right? That, in, that, in, that um, internal uh, voice that's really quiet sometimes, the place that is our truest self, is the soul. Philanthropy, what are we doing to give back to our community, to our neighborhood? Creative is, are we accessing the creative parts of ourselves? And I hear, you know, oftentimes I hear, I don't know if you hear this, Violet, but I hear some people say, oh, I'm not creative. And I'm like, well, what do you mean you're not creative? Well, I don't paint. I don't, you know, play an instrument. I don't, you know, they think of creativity that way. And 
And the way we talk about creativity is that it's it has more to do with expressing yourself from the place of who you really are. That's being creative. Maybe you enjoy being curious. Maybe you uh, love asking questions. That's creative, you know, and learning about other people. Maybe you have an interest in travel. That's that can be creative in in in, a, in expressing yourself through travel, right? So we can do it in a lot of different ways. It doesn't have to be a hobby, for example, or something that we are known what we'll think of creative. Uh, our mind, right? Like just checking in and noticing what kind of thoughts are we having? Are they negative? Are they um, constantly downplaying what we're doing in our lives? Are we uh, critical of ourselves? Are we, right? Like what's happening here? Are, and it, Or is it positive? Are we encouraging ourselves? Are we listening to that player voice, right? Like where are we tuned in, in our in our brain? And then paying attention to our body. How is it actually feeling? We will, like you were just talking about, we often go through our day and we might have a little, you know, backache or we might have, gosh, our foot feels, you know, sore, you know, from doing whatever we were doing. Or maybe we're just tired, we're really exhausted, but we're pushing through it. We often don't, again, slow down long enough to pay attention to how our body is really feeling. And I love when you talked about getting 10 hours of sleep. I think this is, that was so like, when I heard you say that, I went, oh, right on, Violet. Like that. She knows, you know, you need 10 hours in order for you to be at your best. Most of us don't know how many hours of sleep we really need to be at our best. Some people need seven hours. Some people need 10 hours. I'm right in between eight and nine hours. That's where I love. That's my happy place <laughs> for feeling really good the next day. So that's really important, know, knowing what kind of food nourishes you and makes you feel good. Uh, and then the last one is heart. A heart is all about how do we feel about ourselves, the relationship we have with ourselves, and also the relationships we have with others. How are we connected heart to heart? So we look at all seven areas in the book and we have a great uh, life energy inventory that helps you assess where you are in each of these seven areas. I love that. I love that. <clears throat> what a great, you know, breaking it down so that we look at each of those areas. Cause it's, it's really important that we're taking care of ourselves and a lot of people aren't good at it. So we have a lot of people that go, I don't know what self-love is. I don't know what self-care is. I don't know what mm. self-nurture is. This yeah. is an area where you can do that. Um, I tell my students all the time, there are lots of different ways to do these self-care, self-nurture, self-love. Yeah. <clears throat> Taking baths is great. Eating your food is great. Sound baths are really good because it makes you stop. We do a lot of sound baths. So people that do those once or twice a month, I think that's really good. Hanging yes. out with people that you love, that makes you mm -hmm. feel fulfilled and cared about, nurtured. I think that's really important. Yes. Sometimes it can be committing to a class that you've been passionate or interested in for that creative mm -hmm. side so that you're getting to express yourself and learn about yourself. Those are all good things. There's lots of different ways. <clears throat> Everybody is different in how that helps. You know, if you 
The other thing that I keep thinking of is Dr. Gary Chapman and the five languages of love. We're all very different in how we show love, how we receive love for ourselves, how we love Mm -hmm. ourselves. Yes. Those pauses are about loving ourselves too. They they're the same thing is what do you need to feel loved? Um, Mm -hmm. And how do you show love to others? It all connects when you step back and start looking at all the pieces. Yes, absolutely. And I, and I think, you know, the book allows you to go through it at your own pace. And I love the thing that you just said that, yes, we are all different. We're all unique. And and what's going to work for you may not work for me. And that's also why we've got over a hundred ways that you can take a pause. So if you're even like trying to figure out, well, what do I do? I don't even know where to start, or I'm not sure, you know, what I enjoy doing because we're so busy caught up doing all the checklists and all the to-do lists that we've forgotten. And one of the things that I will tell people is go back to when you were a kid. What did you love doing when you were a kid? Because that's when we're our, our most truest, our most freest, most of us, not all, you know, not all childhoods are the same, but the innately, that's one of the ways we can check in and say, okay, what do I love doing? Like, I still love swinging on a swing. So if I see a park, <laughs> I like to go sit on a swing and just swing. It's just so fun. And it brings me so much joy. Like it's simple and it doesn't take any time and it doesn't cost any money. And yet I will be smiling from ear to ear. I couldn't, you couldn't pry the smile off my face if I'm swinging. I just think that is just one of the most fun things to do, even now. I love that. I love that. So lots of things to think about. If you're a busy professional, busy mom, busy wife, busy whatever, (laughs) busy husband, whoever's listening, these are great ways to think about how are you taking pauses? How are you doing self-care for yourself? Um, that we all need how are you loving yourself it's a great book to pick up where you can work through the processes find out a little bit more about yourself really Mm -hmm. get some perspective on what's happening in your life and how you're doing that so check out michelle's book the 15 minute pause i think that is a great way to kind of get started um and so We will have Michelle's website where you can find out more about Michelle. What other things do you offer, Michelle? If somebody wanted to contact you or work with you, what what do you do in that that area? Well, one of the things that I love to do, one of my favorite things to do, and I've been doing it for a long time, I, I really feel like my passion and purpose is to empower and advance women in their career and their lives. I'm just... I've been doing that for over, like I said, over 20 years, uh, elevating them in the workplace, uh, helping them achieve what it is that they want. And sometimes it's just helping them figure out what they want. I I work with a lot of women who are not sure or helping women get promoted in the workplace to be more visible, to be seen and heard. And I, I, I just love doing that. I think women have a voice in this world and we need to be speaking up even more now than ever before. So that's one of the things. And and I think you know about our joy cards, but I'll share with the with the audience for those who didn't get around to hearing the other one is our joy cards that we created. And this is a great way to 
to jumpstart self-care because each there's 48 different self-care activities that bring you joy. Um, so you can always take a look at that if you're interested. And we've got some online courses and workshops that people might be interested in in the in the well-being space. I love that. I love that. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you for taking the time today, to Michelle, to hang out with me again. Thank you to our viewers that uh, viewed the show. I hope that you will subscribe and follow us on your favorite channels. And I hope that we will see you soon, either on another show or some other aspect at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. I hope you have a sacred, magical week, and we look forward to seeing you really soon. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.